0: It's the holiday season, and there's no better time to find that perfect stocking stuffer for that special someone. Whether it be a brother, a sister, a mother, a father, an aunt, an uncle, a grandma, a grandpa, a friend, it does not matter, folks. It does not matter. There is no better time around the holiday season than to drink wine. Wine, folks. Wine. Or if you're just buying it for yourself, if you need a little drowsiness before bed, you should go with Winemaker's Blend Apothic Red 2020. It's got that rich and smooth flavor, that perfect alcohol content of 13.5% to get you just right before bed, to get that drowsiness activated. Once again, it doesn't matter whom you're buying it for. You should just go and buy it because, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, First hand, this stuff will knock you out cold. Apophic Red, winemaker's blend. Go and get yourself some. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, oh boy, it is... Sunday, December 4th, 2022. And this is episode 2 of Here's the thing, hosted by me, Mason spangirls Guys, what is up? What is up? What is up? Hope you guys are having a great uh, end to your weekend. Um it is 7:07 p.m. Central here in Wisconsin. Uh I don't know where what time it is in your neck of the woods, but hey, Hello, 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 hello. I promise to you guys that episode two is going to be a little more organized, a little bit more thought out, more planned out uh, versus episode one. And uh, I, I am going to deliver with that. We're going to start off. We're going to get right into it. We're going to jump right in to our topics. We're going to start with sports. And, man, since it's Sunday and the Packers got a huge dub, a huge dub against the Chicago Bears in Chicago, Illinois at Soldier Field. Man, uh, this game. I was able to watch it when I got home from my day job. And uh, the defense is still bad. (laughs) This this defense is still bad. The Packers' defense is still trash. But Jair Alexander came up when he needed to. When he needed to. So that was huge for us. Very, very huge. Aaron Rodgers looked good. You know, he didn't have to do much. He looked okay. Christian Watson looked incredible. Listen, I will go on record and I will admit that I, I I, was not, I had my doubts about Christian Watson in the beginning. I, I definitely had my doubts, but man, he's looked so good. He has looked incredible. That guy has breakaway speed. I'm talking breakaway speed and strength. He reminds me of a young Julio Jones is really what he reminds me of. Um, Yeah, he's just incredible and, you know, Uh, he was able to get it done him he and Jair Alexander Jair with that pick and then uh, Watson with that run into the end zone man able to seal it for the Packers they are now five and eight on the year the Bears fall to what is it four and ten or is it worse than I can't remember dude but they're bounced from the playoff contention I just saw that on Twitter um I also saw on Twitter that uh Rob Domofsky, senior NFL uh, beat writer for for, uh, ESPN and the Packers, he tweeted this, the ultimate gut punch, which we already knew already, but he said, before you get too excited about what Sunday's win does for the Packers, consider this, they still have just a 4.8% chance of making the playoffs per ESPN stats info. Jeez, thanks, Rob. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for keeping things in perspective. Can't we just celebrate, like, a little bit? (laughs) Everybody kind of knew that that was the case, but uh, damn, Rob. Let Packer fans celebrate, dude. There hasn't been much celebrating going on this year in 2022 for the Green Bay Packer fans. Okay? Let us celebrate at least a little. We just beat the Bears. To become the all-time winning- winningest franchise in NFL history? Is that what the stat is? Goddamn, dude. Let us celebrate. I told my friend when I got home, I'm not worried about... I'm not worried about playoff math right now. Like that that shit makes my brain hurt anyway. I'm I'm just happy that the Packers got a dub. That's all I uh, I don't care about the other stuff right now. Like I, I don't even know how all that math works. So as far as that's concerned, I'll just I'm riding the wave with that. I'm just happy that we got a dub. Okay? That's one down. So yeah man. Go back to Christian Watson just for a little bit man. Like I said I have my doubts you guys but whoo, whoo. Man, is he becoming that dude? I mean, just named uh offensive player of the month. That's a that's a that's a that's a, a big feat for a rookie. Fast. Fast. I saw a stat on Twitter earlier in the day today that uh he averaged over 20 miles an hour on a, on a run today. Tying Deshaun Jackson, I think, for the fastest speed this season by a receiver. <laughs> Holy crap. I mean, granted, that's not Tyreek Hill speed, but damn. For a, for, a, for a dude of Christian Watson's size to have that kind of speed, that is, that's terrifying for defenses. Ours especially. Because <laughs> ours is just trash. Ugh. Did we allow 400 yards rushing today for the Bears? Yeah, no. Joe Barry, Joe Barry. I'm sorry, dude, but your scheme's just not working. He's got to go at the end of the year. He's got to go. When we are either mathematically done from playoff contention or just at the end of the year in general, Joe Barry's got to go. He's got to be the first person to to walk out that door. I'm sorry. Matt LaFleur can be all all Mr. Nice Guy all he wants and say all the politically correct things, but man, Joe Barry's scheme is just not working. Jair Alexander is lucky that he got that interception. We are lucky that he picked that off. That's just a football player. That's just a professional football player making a professional football play. And Thank God he did because the way that game was looking, if Jair did not intercept that Justin Fields pass, it was not looking good for us. So that's all I got to say about that. take a swig of my coffee (laughs) um for sports that's basically all i've got man i was gonna talk about the bucks but they don't play again until i mean they, they got a win yesterday last night it's good they're doing great this year uh but they don't play again until tomorrow they got the magic in orlando should be a fun game magic aren't the greatest team in the league but it's always fun when the bucks and magic take take each other on it's always a good battle. Let's let's flip over. Let's go to entertainment, shall we? Let's go to entertainment. Um, I got a question the other day. Am I a fan of The Office? And if so, who's my favorite character? Well, let's talk about The Office first as a show. Ricky Gervais started it in Britain, right? Is that where it originated, I think? Ricky Gervais. I'm pretty solid on that. Um, I watched, I think I watched an episode of the British version. Not good. The humor is really not that great. The American version is way better. Obviously, I mean it lasted for longer. Classic. I have the whole disc set. <laughs> Sound like a nerd. <laughs> Sound like a nerd. Oh, you have the whole. I have the whole disc set. Oh, you have the whole disc set. Nerd. All nine seasons. Yep, all nine seasons. Oh God. <laughs> no, but uh, I just uh, all of those. All of the actors play their characters so well on that show. So well. You know, everybody from John Krasinski to um, Steve Carell, Rain Wilson, Jenna Fisher. God, you should do your research a little bit before Mason. <laughs> yes. I make it. Yes, I was pretty confident in that, but I just I wanted to I wanted to Google confirm Jenna Fisher who played Pam. Yes, yes. Everybody, regardless, everybody played their role perfectly on that show like i don't think there is one character better than the other one actor or actress better than the other they're all even even steven isn't that a disney channel show shia labeouf they're all even to me uh but man if i were to choose a favorite character does it have to be just one (laughs) can i make let's make a table and this is just a rough table um Oh, man. I'm I'm going to be leaving out many characters, I know, but I'm just going to make a top five. Okay, I'm going to make a top five of favorite characters. Number five for me. Oh, God. Number five for me is probably going to have to be Oscar. Oscar. He's a pretty solid five. Um he's just he was funny. He was funny. Not the funniest, but he was he was a good character. Uh number four for me. God, who would be number four? Probably Pam. Probably Pam. Um. You know. She's just I don't know. I don't I don't really know what to say about Pam. I mean she was funny, she was a funny character, you know. Was Jim's wife, obviously. I I don't know. Nothing but good things to say about her, I just can't think of anything right now. That sounds really bad. <laughs> she was a good character. She's she's number four in a top five, okay? Give me some slack. Uh number three, probably Dwight. Played by Rain Wilson. Probably Dwight. Um, He's just—he's just, he's just uh, the perfect, um, the perfect person to match wits with with uh, with Jim. I mean, it, he was just the perfect, perfect character and the perfect person to play that character. So, yeah, Dwight's probably number three for me. Number two, man—that—that that gets tough. This is where it gets tough. Top two is where it gets tough. I'm gonna have to drink a, a little bit of Joe to to kind of figure this out. So on on one hand, you got got Jim, right? You got Jim, played by John Krasinski. And then you've got Michael, played by by Steve Carell. Man, but as far as characters... Oh, boy. I want to say Jim. But then again... There's so many good qualities between these two. Like Jim had the, you know, the, the stares at the cameras, you know, like the, you know, those kind of things. But then Michael had all of the, the, just the ridiculous things. He was, he was such a horrible boss. (laughs) Oh my God, dude. I don't know, man. The fact that I can't change this list either, otherwise I'll look like an like a like a scared person. <sighs> you know what? We're gonna go we're gonna we're gonna go Jim to Michael One. Now everybody's gonna say, like, oh my god, that exact, that's of course that's what you would. No, 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 no. Listen, hear me out. They're so even to me that one person, you know, that's saying in sports. One team has to lose. One person has to be second. One person has to be first. Jim, Michael. That's my top five. That's my top five. Michael, Jim, Dwight, Pam, Oscar. Now, a lot of people would say, well, why not Kevin? I Kevin's probably number six for me. You know, Brian Bumgardner is that his name? Yeah. Friends with Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, and he's just funny. And, like I said, everybody, every character on that show is good, is perfect. It's just, they're so even that it's tough to list them. You know what I mean? It's tough to rank them. So, great show, great characters, great actors. That's why it's always going to be a classic. Always going to be a classic. Um, my mom and I both agree that it didn't. It did, the chemistry wasn't quite there, and it didn't do as well. It kind of started to fall off, as with any show. Um, but with that one especially, with how successful it was when Steve Carell left that show, that hurt it. That hurt it bad. They they tried to fill in with a couple of guys here. And there. Ashton Kutcher was one for like an episode. Or that didn't work at all. Um, I can't even remember the names of the other guys that they tried to have in there for a while. But yeah, it just, it didn't, it wasn't the same. But they wrapped it up pretty well. Uh, as as well as they could have, I would say, um, in the final episode of the show. So, um, that's my take on that. Great show, great characters, great, great actors. Moving onward, we've got for the for the '90s kids. I apologize to uh, any people that are younger than me at this point in time or older. Well, this is for the 90s kids. As I referenced in episode one, I was born in 93. I'm a 90s kid. So this is kind of directed towards my 90s kid counterparts. BSB Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC. Which side are you on? Before, before I tell you which side I'm on, if I even have a side... Uh, Let's let's kind of break down the differentials and stuff. Let's let's just let's kind of get into it deeper. The differentials between BSB and NSYNC, which there aren't many, they're pretty even. They're pretty even as far as groups, but let's take a look at them individually first. As as groups, first of all, the one that really jumps out to you the most currently, current day, NSYNC is not a band anymore. They're not a group any longer. Backstreet Boys are still going. Almost 30 years strong. It'll be 30 years together next year. In Sync broke off. I think it was like 2002 when Justin Timberlake decided to go his uh, his uh, own way, solo way. Which obviously it worked out for him. <laughs> um, but yes, Backstreet Boys are still still a group. In Sync, like I said, not a group any longer. A reunion. I doubt it. A reunion between the two bands for a tour? Maybe. That would be pretty dope, pretty cool, pretty sick. But a reunion just as, as far as in sync together as a group again, I don't want to sound slanderish or slightish, but I, at this point in their careers, the way Justin is going solo wise, and the ages at... I mean, they're still young. I mean, look at the Backstreet Boys. Like I said, they're still doing it. But the, the, that's a lot of reconditioning, man, for those other group members of Insane JC, Chris, Lance, and Joe. That's a lot. It could happen, though, man. Who am I to say? I'm just a... Just a fan. <laughs> um, but yes, differentials. Other than that one. Backstreet Boys. In their group, among the five... Brian, Kevin, Howie, AJ, Nick. <laughs> I want to make sure I got the names right. Um, they all had an opportunity to shine vocally in that group on a song. You know, they all sang. They all had parts. That's not to say InSync didn't. There were a few songs that they did, but predominantly for InSync, it, it was it was JC and Justin taking the front lines on that on that group you know they were they were the front guys the other you know lance joey and and chris kind of took a back seat um wait a minute oh my god i'm having a brain fart joey lance chris just okay yeah (laughs) i was like i'm forgetting somebody okay um anyway so that's that's the other differential that I see in those two bands. You know, again, BSB, every group member had an opportunity to shine. In Sync, predominantly JC and Justin. It's not that the other members in In Sync didn't put any effort in because they did. They worked their asses off. You can damn well be assured of that. It was just they they kind of took a back seat vocally in in songs. To Justin and JC, whereas BSB, like I keep saying, um, they all had an opportunity to shine. That's really the only two differences. I feel if you're wanting to go kind of stylistically, BSB's style, they weren't necessarily, you know, that gu- bubblegum pop. Their songs were kind of Darker. In sync was kind of, you know, they dressed in basketball <laughs> you know the 90s fashion, <laughs> basketball jerseys and they were the kind of the bubblegum kind of stuff. I guess that that changes with album to album to album, but you know what I'm saying? Stylistically there was there were some differences. Um if you're looking at um what makes them kind of even skills these two groups had skill i mean every member could sing their asses off their vocals were great um and, and it really shows when they uh when they did acapella man without any instruments these groups shined in acapella absolutely shined and it it, it was amazing to see I'm very fortunate that I was able to grow up in that time frame, you know? Cause I I went to an instant concert when I was younger. That was technically my second concert ever. Um, my first concert ever was a Wallflowers concert. You no know, lot of young people younger than me are gonna be like, Who? <laughs> and even some people uh that were nineties kids my age are gonna be like, wait. Wallflowers, who was that again? <laughs> but um, no, that was my first concert, and then in sync at the Target Center, Minneapolis, Minnesota, was my first concert or second concert. The Target Center nosebleed section that was a part of their celebrity celebrity tour. I got the I got the book right over there. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm pointing to to my my bookshelf over there. You can't see out of frame. But uh, yeah, man, very very fortunate to have grown up. Um, in that time era. Oh yeah, then Backstreet Boys concert, Vegas, twenty seventeen. Their Vegas residency. So I-, I got to see both legendary groups perform. I'm very fortunate. And nowadays, you look at boy bands. You're like, oh, I mean, the boy bands nowadays are what BTS, Five Seconds of Summer. Jonas Brothers. And they're kind of different. You know, they're not necessarily the prototypical 90s boy bands where they do all the dancing and they have, you know, an actual band behind them. You know, the Jonas Brothers, you got, you know, one of them playing, is it Kevin, playing the guitar? And then uh, and Nick and and, and Joe are, are doing most of the singing. Five Seconds of Summer, not quite as familiar with them. um, But I feel like maybe they do some instruments as well and they don't really have a band and then bts the korean pop band i can never get into that i'm nothing nothing against them they're they're talented i've I've heard a couple of their songs i can tell they have great vocals but i just can never get into that i don't know why it's just it's not for everybody i guess it's one of those situations um that's that's all i had for entertainment and sports um other than that i really didn't have anything else to talk about I wanted to talk about you know the sports because I knew that when I was recording this the Packers will have played their game I was hoping it would be a dub and it was uh, and then entertainment I had the office favorite character and then BSB versus NSYNC uh, BSB just came out with their first ever Christmas album uh, a very backstreet Christmas I think is what it's called Uh, So that's pretty cool that they're actually just coming out with that now. Um, Shows you how busy they've been as a band. So if anything, that's what it shows you. Uh, Man, what else can we talk about? What else can we talk about on this episode two of Here's the Thing Uh, with Mason Svengross? I mean, I could look at my phone as to uh, what we could talk about in my camera roll, maybe. We'll refresh some things in my memory. Nothing really. Nothing really. Oh, I was watching this YouTube video. I watch so much YouTube that it's almost disgusting. <laughs> uh, my recommended page ends up, you know, it's like it gives up on itself. It's like, oh my God, you're watching so much YouTube. What am I going to, you know? Uh, there was this video that popped up where these, um, this this group of people, went to Michael Jackson's grave in LA or the, the place where it's at um, the mausoleum and, and they were outside of it and they were doing like this, you know, ghost hunters have these things where you can like talk to the ghosts of the, the, the people and, um, and then it, 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 it talks. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it's called. maybe that'll be for a different time but uh it scared the crap out of me you know i don't know where you guys stand on ghosts and you know bringing back um or being able to talk to people that are you know have passed i don't know where you guys are with on it it scares the crap out of me i I kind of verge on the side of not believing in that stuff but i have to it in, in in a way, right? Because when when I watch that stuff, it gives me the chills. It, it creeps me out, dude. Uh because some of the things that come back on those apps, whether they're real or not, some of the responses are they kind of match with what they're asking. It's very creepy. It's very cringy, very creepy. Gives me the chills, makes me sweat sometimes. We'll get into that deeper on the in the next episode maybe. That's that's what I'll put in here. It'll be a good thing to to have. But this is going to be another short one. I got to really, you know, come up with a lot more topics. But, you know, we're just kind of starting out. This is episode two. So hopefully as this, this show grows, um, we'll get more suggestions about topics uh, for us to discuss and talk about. And uh, we'll just feed off of that. We're just chugging right along. We're, we're like a roller coaster. We're ascending that hill. And eventually, <whistles> we'll get going. So, yeah, that does it for episode two, you guys. That does it for episode dos of Here's the Thing with Mason Spangirls. If you guys liked this, again, subscribe to my YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast on any streaming platform that you may be listening to it on. I want to thank you guys so, 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 so much for tuning in to these shows. Like I said in the last episode, I really want this to kind of take off because I have a blast doing this and uh, it's only going to get better with more topics more time longer episodes we will be golden and again if you have any suggestions of topics that you have for us to discuss that you want us to discuss leave them in the comment section of whatever you're watching me on and listening to the show on much appreciated helps out the helps out the show helps out the podcast and uh, we'll we'll be rocking and rolling so Thank you guys so much. Love you. Appreciate you. All love. And as always, stay safe. It's a crazy world out there. Peace out, guys. Much love.